in order for you to figure out how you are a unique individual and professional and what your place is in this marketplace industry, whatever, right? And it is impossible for you to be great at everything. If we are really looking to improve, we have to allow the ego to, to kind of just take a rear view seat here yeah. uh, because your ego is going to tell you you're awesome and you're the best at everything. But if we can just be honest with ourselves and, and, and really just assess, like Kara said, get those data points, we're going to be able to make ourselves a stronger version of ourselves. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. We're your hosts, Jack and Kara Dennison. And we're your ultimate career coaches. We're here to help you find, land, and crush your dream job. And help you live an amazingly authentic life while doing it. If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like, and live authentically, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Class is in session. Welcome back to the Career Advancement Academy podcast. I'm your host, Kara Dennison, and this is my co-host, Jack Dennison. And this month, we are talking about falling in love with your career again. And this week, we are talking about, for episode 36, your hidden superpowers, uncovering your strengths. Jack, what's your key strength? I think my key strength is communicating and uh, really being able to build rapport and relationships with others. Oh, I love it. I think that's fantastic. One of my key strengths is strategy and coaching. So I'm thrilled about that. So that's exciting. We figured out what our key strengths are, and we're going to be telling you at the end of the episode, some cool key resources that you can check out so that you can find out what your key strengths are too. And if you're watching this on YouTube, we'll have the links to them in the description. So I am thrilled about all of this. And last week we have talked about how you can rekindle your joy and passion in your career and determining whether or not you need to be getting a, a new job in a job search or whether or not maybe you're just feeling a little stagnant in your current job and how you can kind of rekindle that. So if that's where you're at, make sure you check out last week's episode. So before we get started, I want you to do a little exercise with me. All right, let's go. Let's okay. Start. I want you to st stop for a second. Now, if you're driving, you know, kind of keep going, you know, hands on the wheel. <laughs> hands on the wheel. <laughs> I, and I want you to think of a day at work when you felt really, really good about what you did. Maybe you just felt like you were in the zone, you were flowing, you were in alignment, everything was just working really well. Time just flew, but you were getting everything done. There. Yeah felt really good, right? What I want you to think about is what were some of the skills that you were using that day? And I want you to write them down because using your best skills at work, it actually makes a difference because your professional strengths, they're the things that you're naturally really good at and most of the time when you're using those naturally good strengths, it's the things that just flow out of you. It's the things that you just have that natural genius, right? It's the mix, the strengths of what you know, what you're good at, and what you love doing. I think that, where are we going with this? Right? So- why I'm telling you this is because according to Gallup, employees who use their strengths daily are six times more likely to be engaged and happier 
in their jobs. Six times. Yeah. That's I mean, that's a big thing, right? Huge. And, and it makes sense now, looking back, looking back at some of the jobs I liked versus the ones I didn't. Yeah. Why I didn't like those jobs so much? Because I wasn't getting to use those key strengths. I was fixed into a role that I needed to accomplish. Yeah. And when I think about the tasks that I have to do every day, I get excited. I'm engaged and I'm happy when I know I'm good at something. Yeah, of course. It's always a little bit more enticing to jump in on something. Yeah. You're going to get an ace. Yeah. There's like that intrinsic part of you that just sort of feels like I'm good at this. I know I'm going to ace it. I know that I'm doing something where I'm going to be valued and people are going to look at me and be like, oh yeah, wow. You know, there's just something about that. Whereas when there's something that you're tackling that you're not very good at, you know that there's going to be obstacles you have to overcome. You might have to Google something. You might have to ask for help. And it just feels a little bit more taxing. And as I'm saying that, it almost feels like longer. Like you're going to have to spend more time on that. And that just feels a little bit more exhausting. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. Yeah. And then there's also that potential of failure, right? And making mistakes. And no one, there's that apprehension with that, right, too? So using a strategy that focuses on your strengths can help you concentrate on what you're good at. This way you can improve your skills instead of getting sidetracked by areas that need improvement. And this can make your work better. I love it. So- how do I go about identifying what my strengths are if I'm not sure? Yeah, absolutely. So have you ever wondered about what makes you truly great at your job? Sometimes it's kind of hard to recognize our own strengths, right? Especially if you're like, well, well, one, if you're a natural genius and you're good at everything, that's not me. So good luck and congratulations to all of you. Um, but I know, right? identifying your own strengths is really hard. I've written thousands and thousands of resumes, but the hardest resume I've ever had to write is my own. Because it's because writing about yourself is really hard. Sometimes, specifically with resume writing or your job, you just kind of go in and you do it and you don't know what's impressive to other people. You don't know what's valuable to other people. So Jack, let's give some, let's give the listeners some ideas to help people zoom out and find what they're good at. All right. So let's think about the parts of our job that we love doing. Yeah. What was the time where you felt the most engaged at work? Right. That's a yeah. great thought experiment. What was a day where you were just like, I was in my zone. Yeah. What were you working on? What was the project? What was the task? Was there a team that was working with you on this? Were you working by yourself? Yeah. All of those things are really important to kind of take note of. The other thing is, as you kind of go through your day, maybe experiment trying different things, kind of seeing, hey, is this energizing? Do I like this versus certain things that might drain us, certain things that might, after you're done, you're just like, oh, I need to go get some coffee. I need to go take a bathroom break. Yeah. I always had those activities, didn't, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. What I like about these two ideas is that we're getting really intentional now and we're kind of doing a data analysis, right? So, and we're increasing our self-awareness. So what I want you to really do is sit there and think. So most 
people and professionals, they just go about their day and they just do the dang thing, right? They're just going, 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 and they don't take the time to reflect. But you, because you're listening to the Career Advancement Academy podcast, you're going to take a couple minutes at the end of your day, at the end of your week, and you're going to reflect. And this is you being very intentional and self-aware. At the end of your week or at the end of your day, think about what parts of the day did I really love? When was I super, super engaged? When did I feel like I was in flow, that I got the goosebumps, like, man, I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to do, right? And start experimenting as you're getting intentional and you're reflecting on the things that you do. Start kind of experimenting. Hey, I'm going to look at my to-do list. And this is something that I do too. Look at my to-do list. I'm going to read each thing and I'm going to feel how I feel when I think about each of this task, right? And you can do this as you write out your to-do list and as you start to go and accomplish the to-do list. If you're in a job where you kind of have ownership over your your task list, it's a good idea to kind of start your day and say, what do I want to do first? And the tasks that you're naturally attracted to are going to be the ones that most likely, right, you are excited to accomplish because you're knowing that you're activating your strengths, you're knowing you're activating your zone of genius, and you're ready to accomplish and you can get done really quick. The ones that you're not attracted to is because you don't want to do it, right? And most likely it's because it's not activating your strengths. So this is a really great activity to increase your self-awareness and start to get to know what your strengths are. What's the next way that people can kind of start figuring out what their strengths are? I think it would really kind of be looking to others to get some feedback yeah. and really want to uh, ask our peers, our managers, colleagues, hey, what do you think I'm good at? What what areas do you think I really shine and that my expertise really comes through? What do I seem to get most excited about when we're doing our job? What mm-hmm. tasks, projects have you seen me really in my zone of genius? Mm-hmm. Uh, when we can ask our colleagues what ways we do this, they're able to potentially reflect the light on things that we're just having some blind spots around. And that can be very, very beneficial. But also you can see in how you've helped others. How, how have I done my job in a way that's made it easier for you? Mm-hmm. And how have I added to make things more efficient? That, if we have those conversations, it's really going to give us some data points to understand, hey, these are potential areas where I'm really, really strong. And maybe then the other stuff that we don't necessarily get a lot of feedback on, hey, maybe those are areas I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And Hey, we can even go a step further. We can offer to do the same thing for them. So it's not just a take relationship, but now we've got that symbiotic give take and they're feeling good about themselves because, hey, they provided you feedback, but also they got feedback for themselves. Mm -hmm. The most strategic leaders and executives and professionals out there are the ones that seek feedback right? And the ones that don't go very far are the ones that don't seek feedback. And the reason why is because naturally, 
there is this fear that someone is going to point out a weak spot, right? Or a shadow area or an area about yourself that you just don't like, right? And so one of the greatest pieces of advice that I can give anyone is to start to get comfortable with receiving feedback and getting to be very aware of where you are strong and where you might not be. And with the grain of salt and with the mindset of, I can't be great at everything. I am not designed to be great at everything. And if we were all great at everything, there wouldn't be a need for diverse skill sets, diversity in general. And the beautiful part of us being diverse and having different skill sets is that we get to work together as teams in collaboration and bring different perspectives together. And so if you're listening to this podcast, the one thing I want you to take away from this is we're talking about how you can figure out what your strengths are in order for you to figure out how you are a unique individual and professional and what your place is in this marketplace industry, whatever, right? And it is impossible for you to be great at everything. I so, beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> My ego says otherwise. Well, I know. But that... I'm sure others' ego say the same thing. And and the fact is, is if we are really looking to improve, we have to allow the ego to, to kind of just take a rear view seat here. Yeah. Uh, because your ego is going to tell you you're awesome and you're the best at everything. But if we can just be honest with ourselves and, and, and really just assess, like Kara said, get those data points we're going to be able to make ourselves a stronger version of ourselves moving mm -hmm. forward. The reason why I really like this point is it goes back to a saying that I say all the time, which is knowledge is power and knowledge of self is the most powerful. The more that you can know yourself, what makes you tick, what your strengths are, where you're not great at, this is only going to make you more powerful in your career as you advance in it. Because if you're strong in these five areas and you become a leader, that means that if you're not so strong in these five other areas, that means you get to build your team with people who are strong in that. And now your team is even more powerful. So this is why you want to seek feedback. But here's my caveat. Seek feedback from people that you trust and respect. If you would not take that person's advice, do not take their criticism. Okay, so seek that person's advice only if you trust them. If they're someone that you would consider a mentor or a trusted colleague, a friend or family who you would go to for advice, great. But if you wouldn't take their advice on something, don't go ask them about your weaknesses because then it's going to only hurt your feelings, okay? I think this could also go in terms of just really anything, right? Mm -hmm. Like if, say, you want somebody's assessment on your brand new resume, I don't recommend sending it to just anybody because everybody's going to have an opinion. Mm -hmm. But maybe somebody who hired you, maybe somebody who you value, somebody who you'd like to network with, potentially work with, work for, those are going to be the ideal individuals to kind of reach out to, not just somebody who you uh, had a conversation with at work one time. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, I just got this done. What do you think? I actually like that piece of advice for anything in general, right? Don't seek, don't accept the criticism from anyone that you wouldn't seek their advice. That means on social media, if someone's criticizing you in their comments, 
let it roll off your back, right? So all of that stuff. I I just love that piece of advice. We just want to give you all the value here at the Career Advancement Academy. We do. We're giving dropping all the golden nuggets. Okay, so here is where the fun happens. Now I like it. This is the fun for me. I love not for it. (laughs) I love taking tests. Now, see, this is why we are different people. We are different people. I love personality assessments. So consider formal assessments if this is your jam, right? Now, the obvious choice is going to be the Clifton Strengths Finder, right? This is the golden standard when it comes to figuring out what your strengths are. We're going to drop the link in the description for the Clifton Strengths Finder. Now, the caveat here is that it's going to cost some money to find out what your top five strengths are. I think it's around $25 to get the full assessment. I think it's around $40. I might be wrong on that. So give or take, but that is going to be the golden standard. If you do want to invest in that as you advance in your career, great. Uh, The other thing is, is that sometimes depending on your organization, you can ask your boss or your HR department and they might be able to fund that for you. And it might be a business expense. The free alternative to the strengths finder is the high five test. So the high five test has different, uh, <laughs> and we'll put the link to this below. Now, this is something that Jack and I took just this week, and it was fascinating. I thought it was great. It only took about 15 minutes to complete. Pretty accurate. And it was very accurate. Um, I thought it was really, really intriguing. You can get the full report for a little bit of money of investment. I can't remember exactly what it was, but you do get your top five for free. Um, And it was a fairly easy test to take. And I liked it. I really thought that the results were accurate. We'll drop the link below. And again, it is free to do that. Myers-Briggs is also a common personality assessment. While it won't tell you specifically your top five strengths, it is going to tell you what people who have a similar personality to you, what their typical um, strengths, weaknesses, personality types, those types of things will give you. I am an INTJ. What are you? Or INFJ. Sorry. What are you? I think I'm an ENTJ. Okay. Okay. You can take that test for free on 16personalities.com. We'll put the link below there as well. And then finally, you can do a DISC personality type as well. For instance, People with an S personality tend to be dependable, place an emphasis on cooperation, sincerity. People with a D personality tend to be drivers. They are the ones that are high achievers, driven to succeed, et cetera. I happen to be a D. I can't remember what you are. I think you're a C or an S. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. I think that this profile is also a cost investment as well. So these assessments, again, We always recommend taking them with a grain of salt because they are not going to be specific, right? They're going to be more general, but they do help you increase your self-awareness, right? And they are going to be, when you get the report out, something that you can read and take with a grain of salt again and figure out what resonates with you and what doesn't. I personally believe these are all way more effective than say your horoscope. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So once you figure out what your strengths are, again, the theme for February that we're talking about is falling in love with your career again. We love love. We're big advocates for love, obviously, since we're we're married and we run a business together. We're big advocates for love. Um, We're kind of goobers like that. But 
what we want to do is we want you to love your career because what we believe is that your career, it funds the rest of your life. And now that you've figured out what your strengths are, and like we talked about at the beginning, when you utilize your strengths, you have a feeling that you are just on fire. You're in flow, you're in alignment. And so what are some ways that you can really utilize your strengths? Well, I guess best to kind of use some examples. So let's say my examples, uh, for instance, I'm good at communicating, not so much on the podcast, but when I'm actually in one-on-one conversations, <laughs> you are. Coaching on it much better, but maybe leading presentations, having meetings, taking consultations, uh, be- being in a role where you get to talk to people, whether it's customer service, customer success, account management, sales, business development, p- potentially fundraising, all those types of things where your job is to communicate with others, maybe give presentations, all of those are going to be great in your zone of genius. And you're going to feel that and the more you work at this, if you're good at it, they're going to become more and more and more enjoyable as you go along the path of getting better and better at those things. Mm-hmm. Now, for the other side, not my strong suit, maybe you excel in organization. And if that's something that you really enjoy, the tintillating factor of taking something that's a mess and chaos and organizing it, say like a project or streamlining streamlining processes, making things more efficient, something you're pretty good at really might be a great type of role that you can take on within an organization. If you notice those are things that you're just really, really good at. Yeah. So like we mentioned before, really doing that audit and checking in with yourself intentionally, where am I using my strengths? How am I feeling when I do it? What are my tasks feeling like? Am I using my strengths? Am I not? Am I dreading them? Am I thinking creatively about how you can improve your energy flow and experience experiment right with some new approaches to your tasks to your projects and how you can utilize your strengths for instance like jack said if you, communicating is one of your big things but you're kind of in a role where you're doing a lot of individual tasks and projects think about ways that you can bring your teammates in or collaborate or talk about some of the stuff a little bit more so that you can bring some more communication into that. You just blew my mind. Yeah. Right. I didn't realize, I didn't even think to bring that up. Yes. If you're stuck in a role where you don't get to use your strengths, how can you use your strengths? What areas can you inject a little bit more life into what you have to do to help yourself fall back in love with your career? Yeah. Maybe even volunteering for some projects that require some of your strengths. Maybe you were using a lot of your strengths when you first started, your role pivoted a little bit. Have a conversation with your boss. See how you can take on more projects or pivot back into a role where you're more in alignment, right? Maybe there might be ways where you can re-strategize or rethink about new ways of doing some of your routine tasks. So like Jack said, with organization, if you notice that you're just doing the tasks and kind of jumping right into it, but it feels very chaotic, maybe taking an extra 15 minutes and organizing yourself ahead of time is going to get you into that flow and you're actually saving more time, right? So discovering some joy in your work and some of your tasks by utilizing your strengths is going to be really key to falling back in love with your career. But by doing that exercise that we talked about at the beginning, really finding out what your strengths are, looking at your tasks, being intentional, you'll also see, hey, 
none of my tasks are using my strengths. I'm not in alignment at all. You'll also notice whether or not you need to be back into a job search or not. I was going to say, usually those are the people I'm talking with on the calls. Right. And so if that's where you are, if you're finding, hey, I did Clifton Strengths, I did the high five, I did a Myers-Briggs, I wrote down all of my tasks, I really fell in and tried to find ways and volunteer and talk to my boss about really utilizing my strengths. And I am stuck in a data analyst role and I need to be in a creative role, it might be time for a job search. And if that's the path for you, you're in the right place, make sure you set up a free consultation with either myself or Jack. You can do that at www.optimizedcareers.com. We would love to talk to you. But listen, I want to hear from you. If you're watching this on YouTube, drop a comment in the comments below. Let me know what your top strengths are so that we can come back and read it and celebrate your top strengths. I love it. I, I think really it's so important to start small and to focus on changing one thing, be very intentional, and you have to show up for yourself. And just set some time aside, set some reminders in, in places so that you just don't get you don't get lost. We yeah. want you to have joy, fulfillment in your role, in your career. And at the end of this month, we want you to be falling in love with your career again. And if you aren't, come see us. We're going to make sure to take care of you and that you get on the right track to get to where you want to go. Absolutely. We hope that you have a great rest of your week. Make sure to stay tuned tomorrow for a new video from me on our Optimized Career Solutions YouTube channel. I hope that you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next week. Thanks again. Thank you for attending the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. If you're interested in working with us, check out www.optimizedcareersolutions.com to learn more.